Welcome to EHS on Tap. I'm your host, Jay Kumar, Editor-in-Chief of EHS Daily Advisor. This week, I talked to Alejandro Ramos, Field Administrator with Skanska, about the need for properly fitting PPE for women. And now, on to the interview. I'm joined today by Alejandro Ramos, Field Administrator with Skanska, and we're going to talk about the need for appropriate fitting PPE for women. Welcome, Alejandro. Thank you, Jay, for having me. Thanks for being here. Um, so, wondering before we kind of get into it, I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do at Skanska. Yeah, I appreciate that. No, so I'm a field admin. Basically, I a little bit, I do a little bit of everything. So, I want to say, I guess I'm the go-to person. As soon as we start working with a certain client, we want to make sure all of their uh, the documentation is in order before we even proceed of having them to mobilize or having any sub tiers to mobilize. And it's just we want to make sure that there's always some type of communication between the sub tiers and the client and making sure that everyone is up to par, including all of our teams, because every single day it's so different. It, it's a different task. It's something completely, um, you know, it's, I feel like. Uh, I touch a little bit into safety. We go into more into insurance and just, yeah, go to person. Excellent. Well, to the topic at hand, um, mm -hmm. why is it important for women working in construction and other trades to have PPE that fits them properly? Yeah, that's a good question. So honestly, let me just disclose. So, I love fashion. I like that I can get, carry my personal, my backpack, have personal little items. Mm -hmm. And I feel that, you know, that personal protective equipment, that's what PPE stands for. And I kind of like to uh, kick it into more in a personal level, meaning, for instance, the PPE that is tailored for females has a little bit more pockets, has a little bit of, um, you know, more, it's tapered or it's tailored according to our waist. Mm -hmm. So it's it's more comfortable. It lets us breathe. It lets us be ourselves. And like as you're carrying, like for instance, uh, a couple weeks ago I was carrying around a little mirror, my little chapstick, um, my gloves and everything. And I like everything to be organized. Yes, I know. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. So I like to have everything as I'm going throughout the field or in the in the building, um, I just want to make sure that I'm not, you know, latching onto something I shouldn't or if something's not falling or if I'm going up and down the stairs or anything like that. And I'm not touching anything with my bare hands if I don't need to, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it's very important. Um, and typically, you know, for years, it was just sort of based on male workers. And, you know, if you were a woman who was working, you had to kind of wear this bulky PPE that may not, you know, may have hampered even just what you were doing, correct? Right, right. Um, so how much progress has been made industry-wide to increase production of, of tailor-made PPE for women? It's been plenty of progress, honestly, just because, for instance, um, back in 2019, Skanska had actually launched, uh, I guess you could say we were establishing some type of partnership with our vendors. Mm -hmm. We partnered up with um, with them so we can kind of go into, hey, this is what females need in order for them to make sure that they are feeling safe. That's part of the 
Kamska safety culture is that we want to make sure that we are all safe while we are working together. So it has progressed so much. And I love working in this field because it's kind of women in particular, we play a vital role in the future of trade. And it's going to be consistently growing. It's encouraging one another to say, hey, it is okay to work in a male dominated field. It's because of that, that you should feel motivated, you should feel encouraged, you should feel comfortable in what you are wearing. And is that, uh, to do that, are, are more women getting involved in the design side of PPE? So, because I love fashion, yes, I, I believe so. So a lot of vendors um, have actually started looking into more, how, you, how to explain it, more details mm-hmm. in creating uh, this, these vests, the, um, how do I explain this? It's not just vests, it's safety glasses and everything else. The safety glasses, you want to make sure that they're covering our, you know, our eyes and all of that, but then now there's different colors. Mm-hmm. Back then, there was this, just one solid color, or it was either indoor or exterior or vice versa, but it wasn't random colors. It was actually just the standard. Mm-hmm. So we kind of pulled away from that. Um, and is it just sort of like, you know, from a production standpoint, are companies mm-hmm. finding that they're, you know, it's a profitable thing to, to actually, you know, have this equipment that that can be worn by, you know, by women and, and you know, actually look, you know, decent while they're doing it? Uh, are, are, you know, sales going up because of, uh, you know, sort of this new diversity to the product lines? Well, I believe that it would because of those partnerships, we're starting to attract more women. And I believe that it would increase the um, that inclusivity and that support and making sure it's safe. You know, we are able to just, you know, look on online and say, is there a specific vest or specific foods or whatever it is? Is there something specific that I should be looking into online? And yes, I, I think that it's attracting more vendors to kind of go that route. And I imagine, because uh, I believe I've seen it at trade shows that uh-huh. you know, you're seeing more of more kind of uh, varied PPE, you know, showing up at trade shows from these vendors than mm-hmm. you used to, you know, even five, 10 years ago. Yeah. No, actually that's part of the, a little bit of what I do as well. So it's part of the networking. So I actually work very closely with um, one of my colleagues here, and we go out to some of the trade shows and we go and look at what exactly are they showing and how does it actually benefit us. We, we want to establish those those relationships with other vendors. It's not just one vendor, it's multiple vendors, multiple companies, and we want to make sure that we're being included or we're supporting that, that movement. And um, how do I explain this? You know, the other day that we were going past in these trade shows, um, a couple of the ladies that were there, they were showing me, hey, this is what you can do with this. There's Now there's a little, this little detachable pocket where you can take it off without having to unzip your entire safety vest. And it's really, really cool. Everything that they're coming up with, I'm just like, how does technology nowadays? You just have to go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was at ASSP last year, and they had a, 
uh, a women's uh, PPE fashion show. So <laughs> definitely, uh, you know, and they, you know, just got attendees trying, you know, trying on different, uh, you know, modeling different types of PPE, um, you know, mm -hmm. at this, at this fashion show. So, you know, that was a great idea. Yeah. No, and I really, I think that it's so awesome just because it's very different body shapes, for instance, mm. um, or according to the climate, I'll give you an example. So for instance, if it's too cold outside, I'll kind of put on a larger vest because I want to put something underneath, but I still want to show my vest and I still want to make sure, or I'll put some, like for instance, a beanie underneath my hard hat. Right. And I'll, I'll secure it with a little, I guess it's a, a strap underneath your neck or your, I guess your chin area. And I, it's great because I have options now. It's, it's, um, we want to make sure that it fits properly before even going out there. And I imagine just from a vendor's point of view, it makes sense because you're expanding the market and, you know, mm -hmm. you're, you're not just, you know, stuck in the same old thing you've been doing. It, you know, it opens up new, you know, revenue channels for them, I imagine, right? Yep. It creates opportunities. It creates not just, uh, it creates work opportunities for everyone. And that's what I was mentioning earlier, is that we want to make sure that we are growing those relationships. We're growing as the construction industry is growing, everything else is growing with it. And from the employer side, um, are, are more companies starting to purchase, you know, PPE that's in appropriate sizes for, for female workers? Or is it kind of, is it something that, you know, folks need to lobby for them to do? Or are companies starting to get it and, and just saying, hey, we need to have, you know, the right PPE for everybody? Yeah, honestly, I mean, I know for sure that OSHA has noted a significant significant process over the past few years for the availability of PPE for women. And I know for sure at Skanska, we want to make sure that before we even head out to the field, you know, as visitors are starting to come in, we want to make sure we, we accommodate to them and are able to um, fulfill that, that part of that inclusivity of making sure everything is is available. And what's the feedback been from the female workforce to, you know, to your tailor-made PP? Like, what have you been hearing from, uh, from folks who actually have gotten to, you know, take advantage of it? Yeah, no, it's been great. Honestly, I feel like these last few years, it's been something that, it, how do I explain this? We've been growing up to this and it, it's, it's like, wow, I feel so comfortable. I feel safe. And the feedback has been great. It's been, um, it's part of that inclusivity that I was talking about earlier and making sure that we are caring for life, being better together. Those are two values that we would not be able to be canceled without them because that's part of our safety culture is safety always comes first, no matter what. Uh, and wh where do you go from here? You know, obviously it's still kind of at the beginning stages. Wh where would you like to see things in terms of PPE um, mm -hmm. in five to 10 years? You know, we've talked about the progress and the growth of construction. And I feel that this needs to be included because we want to maintain that OSHA compliance. We want to make sure that 
the, our PPE is going to be fitting our, us properly according to our bodies at all times, being proactive. I've always mentioned this, even uh, a few weeks ago, we were talking about being proactive versus reactive. Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure that that PPE is, is fitted to us in all the types of sizes and ranges, all of our body types, whether it's different type of gloves or an extra small, small, medium, doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we want to make sure that we're accommodating. And that I really feel that will actually promote inclusivity. So for instance, um, that will attract more females. I just a couple of weeks ago, uh, I had a couple of young ladies that went into the office and as soon as you walk in, you see me. And it's kind of like, I, you know, I'm right there. You can't miss me. And I remember one of the a couple of ladies were like, hey, Alejandra, um, how can I step into your shoes? How can I do what you're currently doing? You're going out into the field. You're, you're here. You're attending meetings. You're going out there. But then you put on your PPE. And it was such a nice and help me out here, Jay, but it was positive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's a great feeling. No, I bet. It was, yeah. really, it was a really good feeling. I felt really motivated afterwards. I was like, I can rule the world. <laughs> no. Um, and as I was talking to her, I was like, well, you want to make sure that you're always prepared for what's coming to you. For instance, if you're being pulled out into a field, you want to make sure you have some boots. If you have, um, you will have a, uh, how to explain this, a more formal meeting. You want to have some heels, nice extra pair of shoes, a different change of clothes is yeah. what I always recommend. So, yeah. I was going to, uh, you mentioned boots. I, I, mean, I mean, imagine that that's another area where mm -hmm. there was probably just, you know, kind of work boots, standard, you know. <laughs> the lace-up? How are they? Or the yeah how are those changing so now there's it's pretty cool there is safety toe work boots um composite or steel toe there's different fashion ones there's actually sneakers that are sort of their safety so i mean there's um specific for safety but um you can actually when you're lacing them up they have like a little separate compartment and I've looked these online and I'm like, oh, I was like, I didn't even know that these existed back then. And my dad was like, no, those are not, those are not boots. Those are not <laughs> safety toe boots. <laughs> so, you know, actually coming from uh, an immigrant family, it, it's very different getting yeah. into this type of field. It's kind of like what they saw back then. It's not what we see now. Yeah, I'm sure. And, yeah. and he's like, Hey, are you going to wear your safety tool boots? And I'm like, these are it. <laughs> <laughs> like, these are it, Dad. <laughs> and I have some cowgirl boots because, of course, I'm from Texas. Or, I, you know, mm -hmm. I was raised here in Texas. And uh, it, it's part of the fashion. And I like to wear them. You know, I have my sparkly ones. But we also have the the safety toe ones and there's lace up there's different all these different kinds yeah i mean are are they changing to, to the point where you could wear them when you're not working and you know you wouldn't be you know it's not like you're walking around in your work boots you know it looks like <laughs> you just wear another cool pair of boots yeah no i'm very comfortable with with mine with my calgary boots and the composite ones as well they're very comfortable 
it just depends on your preference, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I like that they have options. Well, it sounds like, you know, things are really expanding. I, I imagine that, you know, these product lines are going to get bigger and bigger as the uh, as the years go by. So that, that's pretty encouraging, too. Yes, yes, I know. I agree. It, it's all part of the growth. It's, it's going to be great. Well, Alejandra, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been great. Yeah, of course. No, thank you, Jay. That wraps up episode 150 of EHS on Tap. You can find more information about the show and listen to on-demand episodes at ehsdailyadvisor.blr.com. You can subscribe to the show wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for listening, and I hope you join me next time. Thank you.